what is up, ladies and gentlemen? I'm so excited to be here talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi. First two episodes debuted today on Disney+. Plus. I'm Josiah Leroy. We are supposed to have uh, Jedi Master Panda Baba Yaga, but I, I'm not sure uh, what's going on here. So hopefully he joins us. Is he disconnected? Hello there. Oh my gosh, look at him. That's awesome. Let's do it, boys. Oh, we've been waiting for this. We've been waiting years and years, and here we go, baby. This is where the fun begins. Look at him. Hello there. Look how, listen, John's a good-looking guy, but look at him without glasses. Look he, in the full Kenobi garb here. John, you could be Ewan McGregor stunt double. I'll take that day. all day. I'll take that <laughs> all day, baby. It is pretty honestly. You do fit the part pretty good. Uh. If if I were to tell you that I grew out my hair, basically just to look like you and McGregor, I wouldn't be lying. That well, you've yeah. nailed a mix of the episode two and episode three mullet. Yeah, I wasn't going mullet. I wasn't. I wasn't going full episode two mullet. But I'm like, you know what? If I just go like, if I go episode two mullet, but with the volume of episode three, I'm in. And then that's what we did. Oh, good. Call. That's what we good did. Call. Good job, man. Well, I'm so happy because I was hoping that you'd dress up as Obi-Wan for most of Star Wars Reviewed, but here we are. We finally got not just Kenobi on Disney+, Plus, but John dressing up as Obi-Wan. Had to save it for a very special day. Double whammy. Absolutely. Shout out to to Hockey Man. Chris in the the chat. Thanks for the subscription. Uh, Tim Tails. Damn. We're talking about Kenobi. How excited were you after getting up super early to see those episodes today? I'll tell you what, at the beginning of the first episode, I had goosebumps. Dude. When they were rolling the beginning, and I was like, this is it. This is what I've been waiting for, because it's everything I wanted. And I was just super hyped. And after I was done, I was wide awake. I was like, more coffee. So, yeah, yes. it, was, it was awesome. 100%. So, uh, we, we should say, if you have not seen these episodes, you may want to bookmark this comeback uh, at youtube.com slash the geekiverse and podcast services around the globe because we are going to be talking spoilers galore for episodes one and two of Kenobi that premiered today. Actually, it was sneakily premiered last night. Thanks a lot, Disney Plus, for oh, that. I know, I know. I, I saw that. You you sent that in the text, and then I went back to my Facebook, and I saw Disney post that. But I'm glad I'm glad we did the thing we did where we got up early, because two episodes would have been tough. Two episodes at midnight yeah, Eastern would have been... It, yeah, because that, you know, that would have been two in the morning easily. So I'm like, I'm, I'm glad we did what we did and got up at like 5.30 and watched uh, basically at the same time together. Something about watching Kenobi and having a cup of coffee, though. Honestly. It was nice. It, yeah, it was I, perfect. I, no one was awake for me. I had peace and quiet. That's, I was fully into it. That's why I tweeted out, morning's there for coffee and Kenobi. Tim, that's, you know, that's a great point because... I was exhausted last night, and it, that's perfect because I had the mindset for a week or two that I was going to do this. I was going to go to bed as early as possible after the girls went to bed, everything, the puppies, and uh, it worked out that I was in bed by like 8.30, which is a record for me. So I was there. I, I didn't even see, obviously, the, the release from Disney that that was happening, but I don't know that that would have been a good option anyway because I was so tired. And then what was also cool was this is like a different type of event. We, we've talked about going to midnight video game releases in the past, the hype that you stand there in the, the line at GameStop and how cool that is. We've gone to so many movies on preview night, right? Opening night, really, on Thursday nights. Everyone there is just so excited to be there, whether it's Spider-Man, Star Wars, DC. And that's a different kind of hype. But this was cool because I know so many people, obviously all of us in the Geekiverse, the three of us, JT, we were all essentially getting up pretty early to watch this before we had to go to our day jobs. 
though. Five five thirty for most of us. We were kind of watching it together, but not really. And that's totally different. That's different from anything I've ever done. And I I think that was so cool. So like I'm I'm happy that we didn't see that last night. Yeah, Is that adulting. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, adulting. <laughs> Definitely adulting. I guess that's us. Uh, I agree. It was a cool vibe. Yeah, just to wake up. I had my alarm set for five thirty. I was up at five fifteen before the alarm. I was just like, I was so pumped. Like I, I, got, I think I got a decent, a decent night's sleep. Whatever. I don't care. But I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good to go. Had a whole pot of coffee on. I had my cat chilling with me. I was just like, we're in. We're watching, baby. It was so much it's fun. Because I was texting John directly because he said he was awake. I didn't know Joe was awake. I was like, I don't want to text like spoilers in the group chat. Yeah. And I don't know where. Jo- Joe texts, oh, you know, just finished the second episode. I'm like, I'm not even done with the second episode yet. What the right. hell? Like, I didn't know you were awake. <laughs> yeah, and I was awake yeah. for like a half hour before I even sent the group of checks. I didn't want to wake yeah. into you up in case they weren't up yet. But but, yep. but not to be noted, John and I sent the same text at the same time without anyone saying anything. Yeah, it, that, was, that was great. That's crazy. I hit yep. it and I'm like, Oh, yeah, I think I said Rise and Grind. I was debating between Hello There and Rise and Grind because, like, man, you just got, you got to put the work in. Got to put the work in. We, I, we did. I saw the original text and then I put my phone down because I was like, I want to just be where I am for this. Uh, I had Buddy with me. That was it. Everyone else was asleep. Put coffee on. It was raining out, so that was super awesome. It was relaxing. Yeah, it was. And uh, what a time. What an experience. So real quick before we dive in pre-show here, I was talking that uh, I was asking Tim if his wife, Jamie, was into Star Wars. He said he he couldn't really get her in there, at least not yet. Uh, Lauren, my wife, has traditionally been into Star Wars by association. So her favorite Star Wars movie is it's a tie between uh, Revenge of the Sith and Rise of Skywalker. So that bodes well, Tim, uh, for what when we get to that. Lauren's kind of minority, but whatever. So. Uh, this obviously very close to Revenge of the Sith in terms of timeline. And we got Ewan McGregor, Hayden Christensen, etc. Well, I finished the episodes. I've got some time to stew. So I start looking at stuff and then I go to work in the car. Lauren calls me and it's usually like, uh, you know, something's wrong with the kids, etc. But she's like, so, so how was it? <laughs> I go, Kenobi? She's like, yeah, like, tell me about it. I'm like, dude, it was unbelievable. It was everything I hoped for, but I can't believe the direction they took to put to pull Obi-Wan back into the fight. That is so beautiful to me. It, Leia is where I'm going with that. And I never anticipated it, never saw it coming. I was just excited to get Obi-Wan Kenobi. But I went on and on with it with Lauren, and she was like, okay, I'm going to have to watch this. And a lot of times, I've really got to like pull teeth to get her in to watch stuff. And uh, even now, just been texting pre-show, and I've been like, come on, can we watch this after I'm done? We won't be that long, I promise. But she's like, no, no, I got to go to bed. So it'll probably be tomorrow. So maybe that'll be the third time I watch these episodes. We'll see. But damn, I don't know that the Star Wars in general could have come back with their next series. Really, I mean, after Boba Fett, but after Mando and blown it out of the water like they did. Before I pass it on to you guys, I, I, my thoughts on this. It feels so carefully detailed. Like there was, they were gentle with this. They took their time. There was the rewrites. This was four episodes. Now it's six episodes. Deborah Chow gets involved. They, they didn't like how dark it was. They rewrite it. Still pretty dark. But it, they just got it right. I mean, we're only two episodes in, so we've got four to go. We'll see where that, that goes. But they absolutely got this right. And 
because they had to get it right and did, I think about fans of all generations for Star Wars here who just, you know, turned 45, by the way, on May 25th. You got your original trilogy people seeing Obi-Wan Kenobi. You got your your guys who grew up with the prequels, kind of like us, where that was their Star Wars to a degree. And then the sequel trilogy, where that was a little bit loose with some of the details that went on for better or worse. This was tight. and. This is a game changer, I think, for Star Wars. I don't think I'm overselling that. John, let's go to you. Let's talk about Obi Wan Kenobi, dude. Or it, Obi John, as Tank Newman says, what a what an incredible start. And it's just even from the trailers, even just from the announcement, you just knew that they were going to do this right. They were going to put the time and the effort into making sure that they did this right. They're bringing back Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor. And, and, and they're, they're giving us what we've wanted for so long. And they're telling a story that like we've all wanted. We've all wanted to see like how for how many years have we said Ewan McGregor is the perfect age. He's still young enough. He could still do it. We could still get the transition between Obi-Wan Kenobi and Ben Kenobi. Like he's on Tatooine. There's stories to tell. We want it so badly. For years, we thought it would never happen. We, we thought they would never touch the prequels again. We surely thought Hayden Christensen would never come back. Not that we saw him today at all. You know, not much of him at least. Um, and, and we get the announcement, and it's confirmed. And we, the trailers in the first two episodes, it's just all been perfect. It's perfect from the music, the recap, dude. The recap that they started with, the prequels have never looked so good. I mean, we're all people who like find plenty to love about the prequels, right? But there's also plenty to pick apart in terms of like direction as a movie. That was like the best the prequels could possibly look. That that montage, that retelling of of Anakin's story, was so freaking good. John did awesome. th- that recap. So it's four minutes long. Yeah. And if I ended there, even just watching clips I've seen a thousand times, but how they put them together to right. tell this story. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I have goosebumps thinking about it. Did it not almost look remastered? Dude, yes. Like they, the best they've ever they did something. Yeah, they, they, they obviously, like it's Disney. They own all the, the footage. They, they did something to them. They looked really, really good. And right, like they just painted that narrative path. Like it's the story we know, but it was so like condensed and it was just so like perfectly told. And there was no narration. There was nothing extra. It was all just dialogue from those films. Um, and man, it just, it just, it just built the hype right away. And then you, you, we start off. Are you kidding me? We start off with the Order 66, uh, uh, um, flashback. We've all been wanting. We wanted live action Order sixty six. Like we've been begging for for this this show to do flashbacks, whether it be this or you know showing some more Clone War stuff. And they do it right away. Like they know what we want, and they're like they're taking this so seriously. There's so much to talk about, but man, it was uh, it was so good. It is. What a way to start that off. So what's funny is I sat down with Buddy on the couch. I'm like trying not to spill my coffee as he's jumping all over. I pull up episode one here first episode for Kenobi and it says you know you you have the option to skip recap which is funny get rid of that button grow up well, I didn't, why, I didn't why would you throw that in the first that? shut up Tim <laughs> no so I accidentally hit it because buddy jumped on my lap and I go come on so then I got out rewound <laughs> it said you know, rewound right. I went back to the beginning and and watched it I was like recap yeah it's like what, what? are we recapping we're recapping Star Wars <laughs> crazy <laughs> Right. In your first episode of your brand new series. Right. You're recapping but, literally a, a prequel. What? Or a, a, a trilogy, I meant to say. Does that not speak to the level of care and detail for this? Like, that, that you know, I, Deborah Chow is, is the director for this. But 
I, I just imagine Filoni sitting there saying, we got to get this right, guys. We got to get this right. You know, you oh, think you, about his his Duel of the Fates discussion. Dude, you, you had to get it right. You know there's a committee. I mean, obviously, Deborah Trow is, is the sole director. I'm glad that they went with one director for this. I'm glad it's like one vision as opposed to something like Mando or maybe in some of the trilogies. Like, But you know there's a committee of people that sat down and like, all right, how do we do this right? We we This is the right place in time everybody's the perfect age we're so perfectly removed from these prequels as if you watched any of the press tour stuff this is what ewan mcgregor has been saying he's like i didn't realize it at the time the the people who these movies were made for are finally old enough to tell them tell us how much they love them so like they, they are finally realizing that like man people love obi-wan kenobi and they love his portrayal of it and it's just the perfect place and time to to bring him back and they had to do it right and man they're freaking doing it right yeah. Tim, I, I'm so sorry here. I, I Before I forget, one more thing, and I, I want to get your 101 on this. That's good. Just um, take all the time from me. That's great. So I think <laughs> about uh, how awesome it was for uh, when we got to Force Awakens and that sequel trilogy that we were going to be getting Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, and Harrison Ford. And in a lot of ways, you and McGregor coming back for this is just as big to me. It's and bigger for me, dude. Yeah. It's bigger it's for crazy, me. Yeah. Hey guys, we we grew up with these movies. This is this is Star Wars for us. I hope. So I predicted that Last Jedi on our Star Wars reviewed show would eventually be seen as as a masterpiece. I you know maybe it won't be, but what I'm happy about is that we're starting to see the prequels in a positive light. And yeah. my favorite thing maybe about all of this, I mean, you and McGregor was always favorably viewed. I think from a, a critic standpoint and a fan standpoint, maybe Hayden Christensen was the one that was more panned, but I love that both of those guys are being so celebrated right now because damn it, do they deserve it? It's just, it's so beautiful. Tim, overall thoughts, reactions, how you felt when you watched these first two episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm kind of on the similar boat to you. You mentioned that how awesome it is for a lot of people when they brought Luke and Leia and uh, Han back and, how awesome that was. But I think the point is that the movie wasn't ever about them. Like this is about Obi-Wan. This is about the character that you grew to love in the first, you know, three movies that was probably like the main focal point. I would say aside from Anakin of the entire first three movies, it was about them, it's about the relationship. It's about him developing as, you know, into um, becoming Darth Vader. And I think this is what everyone wanted. They want to see what happens and just the way it kind of starts out the the recap so to speak i had goosebumps i was like all right here we go like they're pulling no punches they're going straight for it started out with like it's like john said the order 66 and i was like wow like this is awesome it was beautiful yeah and then how they transition into why they're bringing him back which i thought was awesome because it's kind of like one of those things where it's like uh, my first thought is what are they going to have obi-wan do like what is this going to be about right you know how what is his you know place in all this and I think they did a very good job of kind of bringing younger land, which I had no idea, and just what, kind of incorporating that all in. I was like, "What an awesome bait and switch! What an awesome bait and crap. switch!" We get that first trailer, we see that Luke, we're like, we're like, "Oh, okay, we're gonna get like a young Luke." I wonder how much we're gonna get of young Luke, and it's interesting. Okay, whatever. And they and they show us Leia. She's in the she's in the in her little her little uh, you know room there. She's getting dressed up, and she's got the veil over. And like, oh, and I'm like, okay, they're they're just gonna show her here. They're not gonna they're not gonna go too crazy with it. They're just, they're just gonna kind of show us that young Leia exists because that makes sense, right? And then they give us the the 
the Padme switch where it's not her, like oh, just like her mother did. Are you kidding me? Yep. And then they just go right into the character. They show us this young Leia, and she's so perfectly cast. This girl yes. is awesome, yeah. dude. She has like the charisma, the spunk, the the attitude. Like, dude, like nobody expected. How did this not leak that this this show would like in- include a, a young out Leia? Out of all the things they could have done, this makes the most sense. Right, like, it does. It would be the only one who really new obi-wan because the only type of scenario that they kind of incorporate is go find uh obi-wan kenobi and give him you know this information right like but like that's a ton of gray area well yeah well yeah there's a little bit of disconnect there because it it, like she leia doesn't know that ben kenobi is obi-wan kenobi like she doesn't know that like old ben is obi-wan like she 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 will have this memory for her life but she doesn't know that like that's the same person she's sending that message to like that her you know that's interesting I can't believe this is where the series is going because yeah. I think if they coasted, I would have been like, this is great. You know, we're getting you and we're getting Hayden and this, this story with these beloved characters we love and Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. And Tim, what a perfect perspective, by the way, to say that the prequels were all about Anakin and this time we're getting the switch here and yep. we're talking about Obi-Wan's point of view with these two same now former best friends. But when I saw Leia show up, dude, I imagine like all the memes where Shia LaBeouf is watching his own movies and he's crying, you know, like in the theater. That's how I felt. I was like, stop right now. Even if we get nothing else, we get a little bit of a glimpse of Alderaan. Holy shit, there's Jimmy Smith and Bail Organa again. I didn't know that that was happening. Right. Once, Once we saw Leia, I knew it was happening. With Leia... Dude, think about how special this is. And it's in the second episode. They're having the... How great is it that Obi-Wan now has been able to spend time with the fourth Skywalker here, right? Anakin is his best friend. Padme, him, he was with her or around her a great deal. And then obviously had quite an impact on Luke as we get towards A New Hope. Right. But Leia was always that missing link. I never even knew I wanted it. And now they're essentially in a way on a rescue mission together. The rescue is for her, but she's the reason that the force essentially awakens, if you will, for him again. Right. Right. He He closes himself off to it. We never considered that. By the way, I pick my brain on this maybe before I forget a little later, but there's a lot of parallels to the sequel trilogy with what's going on here. I was like, Oh, this, 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 Luke shuts himself off from the force. Anyway, uh, it's so beautiful. And that little moment, where he says you remind me of someone and he's talking about her mother dude i dude. that's as emotional as i've been in a star wars movie and or oh, uh, and, the, and when she speaking a long time. she follows up with was were they also a jedi no they were a leader yes she was a leader yeah. dude she was never a senator she was a leader uh we, we've got someone in chat saying it's a little bit of a problem for the canon where leia says you served my father in the clone wars she doesn't know that this Ben guy is Obi Wan Kenobi. She knows them, so it's it's confirmed in the, in Leia's book that she knows of two people: an old Ben who was a Jedi and an Obi Wan Kenobi. Like they, she knows of them as two people. She's this is the she's ten years old. She sees this guy named Ben. Obviously, we don't know how the story is going to end. This is a new story being told, and then later as an adult, she knows that she has to reach out to this Obi Wan Kenobi that she knows is a trustworthy. There, there's no break in canon. It, 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 it makes sense. Yeah, I bet we don't see much of her. I bet it kind of is just to get him off the planet, and then he kind of. Goes on his path to go, you know, however it ends up panning out with him. But I think whoever he joins up with towards the end, 
you know that'll be his transition into the next phase of the series. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's already it's already it's already there. I mean, like, we're ten years we're ten years into his his solace on Tatooine, and he already is this grumpy old man. Like, and he has in a lot of ways, like Joe said, closed himself off from the Force. The way I forget the other Jedi's name, but the way he treated him, he's like, dude, get like give up. The fight is lost. Like, if I have any advice for you, go bury that thing in the Dune Sea and run, hide, live a normal life. Like, he is turning into that 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 hermit, and you know that that the hope isn't there right now. In that's a oh, I can't even talk about this one because uh, Tim has not seen episode nine. Damn, we're so close, Tim. We gotta just you know what? Go. If maybe we would have kept and, and got it done first, I we could be talking <laughs> about it right now. You know? I know, I know it's such a, it's such a small point, but I'll <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'll, I'll circle back to it. Um, yeah, the leader thing with how he talks about Padme, let's talk about you and McGregor for a second, as I know we will throughout this entire episode. But damn, does he nail the emotion, the, we lost, right? We it's lost. over. Give up the fight. The, the peril there, the depression, even his job, so to speak. Right. right? He's, <sighs> he's in a plant. And that, it's just slicing that, meat. And that one moment yeah. where he wanted to speak up where the guy only got half the paycheck and like mm-hmm. he, ba- he barely had a fire lit in his eyes. He's just like, you can see just a flicker of Obi-Wan wanting to say something, but he's still just sitting there like. No man, like I'm, I'm. It's not me right now. It's not me anymore. It's, it's just so heartbreaking. And yeah, you're right, dude. You and McGregor. It's, and we'll talk about another moment. Like maybe my favorite moment in in all of Star. Like up there in terms of like the most well acted moments in Star Wars. When when Obi Wan finds out that Anakin's still alive, just the shock yes. in his face. He just it just the camera just sits on him and just the dread in you and McGregor's face. It's like it's insane. Let's let's talk about that um, for a moment. So it's funny. I've seen in limited discussion online. And IGN lists this as like a burning question. They're like, Obi-Wan didn't know that Anakin survived. And to me, what did he know? Why would you assume that he survived? He was burning up on the edge of that cliff in Mustafar, on Mustafar at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Like all of that kind of took me aback. but. At the same time, it was such a back burner item for me that, oh yeah, no, Obi-Wan totally I don't I, I don't know where I'm going with this. It's not a surprise to me that he did. But you, know. you forget that he doesn't know. You you forget that yeah, eventually there eventually there has to be a realization for Obi-Wan Kenobi that Anakin is still alive. And like we like the fact that we get to see that, it's like, oh my god. Yep. Yes, and oh by the way, you know the rage and all of what was happening. With, with Anakin Skywalker towards the end as he becomes Vader, as we see him on Mustafar, he's not just alive. He's been looking for you for 10 years. When Reva says, he's coming for you, Obi-Wan, dude, like straight horror yeah. vibes. And that's the first that that's the first thing she says about it, about Vader. He's coming for you, Obi-Wan, and just the sh- and he instantly knows what that means. Instantly knows yep. what that means. It just shakes him to his core. Ugh, what a, what a, cool, what a about- cool story. Yeah. Has he ever? I mean, we'll find out. He's heard of the name Darth Vader, right? But like, does he know what Anakin looks like now in the suit? Of Probably course. not, because sure. Vader is presented in this canon as an enforcer. He's a behind-the-scenes guy. He's not at the head of the Empire with the Emperor. The Empire's 
or the emperor is there. He's got Vader and his inquisitors, but they're kind of under the radar, right? Because he's got to yeah. keep control right. from a PR standpoint. And also so, worth noting, this is only 10 years in. Like the Senate is still a thing. Like this isn't like full blown emperor can do whatever he wants and, you know, the, blow up a, a, a planet with the Death Star type thing. Like this is, you know, there's still a lot going on behind the scenes with the Empire. Yes, that's a that's another good point. Um, but man, that Crazy. that whole sequence also, by the way, there's so many callbacks, and this is all purposely done. We always talk about George Lucas saying how Star Wars rhymes, but Obi Wan when he's being hunted in that sequence from from Riva, it what, reminds what a cool me. Of, by the way, yes, I, we'll dive into her, but it re- it reminds me of Vader hunting Luke on sure. the second Death Star and Return of the Jedi. And what is Vader talking about? Leia. Oh my gosh. Talk about full circle there. Yep. Obi-Wan is protecting Leia. Blows my mind. And this is kind of the level of detail and careful detail that I think was missing from some of the, the sequel trilogy stuff. Yeah. And so far, this is not disappointed. And oh my gosh, I can't believe that this exists. But Crazy. Reva, let's let's talk about that character. I, yeah. Even from the trailers, the way she screams at Obi Wan and basically says he's coming, or she says he's coming for you. Whew. Intense nice performance. I, I didn't expect the the angle on her to be like this. You know, this wild card. Uh, the Grand Inquisitor doesn't trust her. She's on this like crazy mission for Obi Wan to you know presumably prove herself to Vader. Um, yeah, I didn't expect this, this angle for her. So it's, it's it's super interesting that she's kind of going against the grain. Yeah. Let's talk about it, right? Right. I mean, like she uh, apparently, you know, from what we see, kills the Grand Inquisitor, which we know we assume that doesn't stick. If you if you're familiar with you know any of the other uh, canon stories, like the grand inquisitor is around in rebels and we see his demise there um but yeah it's just it's just super interesting badass that's what i like about her you know oh dude she's she's uh, so badass yeah she's awesome and just like a different i love how you see the the compare and contrast a lot with the inquisitors as you kind of have the the grand inquisitor is like oh the key to hunting jedi's patience right they're they're gonna gonna hunt themselves yeah exactly and you see that right right off the bat her her, yeah, in that in that cantina, she they they're they're questioning people. They're trying to figure stuff out. The Grand Inquisitor already knows the Jedi's there. He tells the whole story. Like he knows what's going on. He's methodical about it. And then she immediately throws the knife because I want knife. I want the answer now, right? Like so, it's it's a it's it's chops a, off the person's hand just. Cause, oh yeah, that was ruthless. You know, I don't think you understand. Like just like out of note, like whatever. Like thanks, I said it. I'm do- gonna do it. Not an empty threat. So the knife thing was pretty cool because. Yes. I, immediately we see the kind of this infighting, you know, with the inquisitors. I, I love that angle. I, yeah. I did not see that coming. Same. Um, so my, my dad just texted me. Uh, he's just about, he just started this about 10 minutes ago. Oh boy. Uh, I know he tuned in as well. And I was like, dad, hang on spoilers. Don't watch our, yeah, our don't streamer. watch. No. Yeah. Um, but he said, man, so far really good. Loving all the flashback sequences, <sighs> yeah. uh, which we, we talked about. Uh, also, I gotta say, it is my dad's birthday, so happy birthday, Dad! Hey, always happy birthday, always Papa Leroy! Your, yes, always sure. uh, appreciate your support here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then shout out to Gormst seven one seven one six Ryan in the chat. We appreciate you joining yeah. there. Yeah, let's talk about that. Lars showing no fear. Dude, I'd love that sequence. So savage. So, yeah. We saw it in the trailer, but we get a little bit of an extended version of it. You know, I did not think, based on the trailer, she was gonna hone in on him. But she does. And I love what happens in this exchange. Uh, by the way, Joel Edgerton is back from Revenge of the Sith that, um, and Attack of the Clones. Right, or Attack of the Clone, I should say. Uh, that is super exciting. But he 
on Clone. The exchange there, she asks about she asks a few questions. But one in particular, she talks about the Jedi, and he's like, I have no love for the Jedi. The Jedi That's are, an honest answer. The Jedi are vermin. We kill vermin on my farm. Yeah, like he's, he's legitimately being honest. Yeah, he mm-hmm. despises the Jedi. Yeah, for there's, sure. There's that border, right? Like, of course, just a sl- oh, maybe 10% he's, he's protecting Obi-Wan Kenobi. But at the end, Ben comes up to him and says, thank you, and he, I didn't do it for you. Not for you. Oh, does it for luke it's so beautiful because we don't see much of that relationship right we only see what we got really in a new hope which is short-lived but it's just he cares too even with like even when he's like luke disappears just to go right on top of the building because they're looking over like luke luke where are you like you just see how much he cares you know that was a little comical too right like shows Luke being just a kid and even though this was in the trailer i love that luke essentially looks like anakin in the pod uh, the pod race from episode one. Yep. And how about that Easter egg with Obi-Wan trying to give him the gift of the ship that Luke flies around the model ship from yeah, the new hope. Same one he's holding. Are you kidding yep. me right now? Oh my gosh. Really cool. So good. So I, that's a storyline that I I've been wanting to see more of. I love from the, the second trailer we got where Obi-Wan tells him he will be trained basically at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> and he throws it right back at him. He's like, like you trained his father yes. because that has produced so many amazing memes. I can't even tell you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Really good. <laughs> but damn guys, like the inquisitors, I, I, talk about them for a minute. How do, how do we like how they've been executed as a whole so far? We've, we've got a few that they've honed in on. Yeah. Love it. It's int- yeah, it's 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 awesome. I love the Inquisitors. Like, what a cool idea! I think my my introduction to the Inquisitors, I think, was Jedi Fallen Order. And since then, I've watched Rebels and I've read the the Vader comic where that focuses on the Inquisitors and like that idea and that that part of this era of Star Wars, Vader's Inquisitors, is it, just become one of my favorite things about Star Wars. So like, anytime we can get more, I would love. Like, I want to get to the point where like there's like a full roster of Inquisitors. We know them all. Like every every brother, every sister, and like we, you know we've got backstories on them all. Um, oh, quick thing, I was watching like a bunch of uh, a bunch of reactions to the episodes and stuff like that there's a i don't know if it's a theory whatever you want to call it but in that first flashback um at the jedi temple there is uh so it's that it's that jedi who was training the younglings and the the clones come in and she starts defending and all of a sudden she goes down and the younglings kind of huddle around her there's there's a young girl in the middle who has darker skin and people are thinking like that might be reva that might be like she you know because even even uh someone says they're uh maybe obi-wan says they're they're mostly former jedi who have you know turned to the dark side so i would love to dive into her story much like we do much like we get trilla's story in uh, jedi fallen order So uh, yeah, the- I love Trilla. Trilla, yeah. so- what a development! If you have not played Jedi Fallen Order, John, I saw that as well. I didn't see it until I saw someone else react to it. But yeah, yeah, it's crazy. That theory, I think, holds some water here. Like- we, yeah, I mean, like they're they're clearly like setting the story up to also tell us Reva's story. And uh, I don't know who I saw like talk about this, but their their kind of spin on it was that. Maybe, maybe Reva is so angry at Obi Wan and wants to catch him so bad because he, he because he failed Anakin. Maybe she has that sense of like not really allegiance to the Jedi, but the sense of like you failed the galaxy. This is all that's left to do is to hunt the Jedi, and like you failed Anakin. 
and and I'm I'm coming for you because of that. Like you, you you're the reason that my life is like this. You're the reason that the empire is like this. Whatever. Like you failed Anakin, and you failed as a, a Jedi Master, and so like now my goal is to hunt you down. So that that would be she went to the, be the reason she went to the dark side. Right. Exactly. You know? So like what a, what a, what an interesting possible theory. Like you know just a, an angle for her. Who knows? It could be a lot of things. But John, what a twist that would be to really give a villain a different spin in star wars to have this resentment to be like i don't want to be like this but i have to be because i can't control it because of what happened because you failed the most powerful jedi right the chosen one he was the chosen one you failed as a master and kind of to your point too trilla that happened right right? her master failed her if you play jedi fallen order and i don't think she ever wanted to be that way she but she got on that path because she got captured, her master failed her. She got tortured by the Empire. Then it was like, well, join or die, right? right. So I, I can see that being a theme because it's an Inquisitor theme. I wonder how you much of, how much of that Trilla storyline is going to bleed into Reva just because maybe like they like it so much and they, they don't yeah. necessarily think that everybody's going to play the video game. Like my, my first theory was that like, so we see the Grand Inquisitor go down. And uh, my first thought is, okay, like he's going to come back eventually and maybe he kills Trilla or maybe Trilla's failing and Vader kills Trilla. But I'm like, wait a minute. That's what they, um, I'm, 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 I'm mean to say Riva, but that's what they did with Trilla, right? So I'm like, oh, could they do that twice? Like, could they do that same thing? But a lot of people who are Star Wars fans haven't played Fallen Order. So I, I, I'm curious to see where this ends up. You know, I like the Grand Inquisitor so much because it's more lightsabers. He's got, yeah. he's got two. Very yeah, they, underrated. They spin too. You add those in. There's, they have lightsabers, and then it opens the door for Obi Wan to have to use his lightsaber more. Like yeah. it just, it's all these lightsabers. Tim, how Tim, could you not love lightsabers? What if I told you the Grand Inquisitor can use his lightsaber to fly down like a helicopter? <laughs> I heard, I did hear. It's <laughs> We're getting it, baby. We gotta get it. Inquisicopter. That is such a great episode yep. of Rebels. <laughs> But that is a funny point. I didn't hear that. He just slowly coasts down. It's all—it's like a Mary Poppins thing. But it's—it's it's, yeah. We we got to get some kind of reference. I think we talked about this at one point. But so how about that though? The first time we're seeing that lightsaber style in live action with the you know the blade and the the circle around it so it can spin. Right. And they use it right. They 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 use it to essentially kill slash torture that that one citizen. So also there's... that are you guys aware that that's apparently a dude from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I don't know. I don't yes, know nothing I about know that. I didn't know that. I didn't you do, know that. I don't know about Yeah, someone saw uh, Trevor texted me. He's like, that was, oh, what's his name? He's got a really weird name. Was it the drummer or something like that? I don't know. His name's like Reek or something. <laughs> it's not right. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I don't know. Right? The Chili Peppers, but he's like, oh, it was him. I'm like, who? Oh, Flea. It's Flea. Sorry, everybody who's like cringing right now that I didn't really, I don't know anything <laughs> about that. Sorry. But yeah, Trevor texted me. He's like, dude, the Flea cameo. I'm like, did you did you misspell Leia? <laughs> That's literally the first thing I thought was like, did your auto correct ruin Leia somehow? But I'm like, flee. He goes, it's the guy from Red Hot Chili Peppers. He was like the bounty hunter. I'm like, oh, I don't, I no clue. That's cool though. I would never have known. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome, especially if he's a drummer. Damn it. How about how about Lola? Can we just talk about Lola? Lola's Lola's yeah, a good droid. That's a good droid. We gotta talk about droids. We always talk about droids in the yeah. show. I feel like we have to at least mention it. That's my kind of droid right there. I don't like the humanoid droids. I like the Lolas of the world, the BD-1s. Those are my droids. BD-1-like droids. Absolutely. In the realm of, it's kind of like a a cute puppy. It's pretty funny. I literally texted, me and John were texting, and I saw Lola, and I texted John, like, oh my god, Lola. And then literally, I put down my phone, I look at the screen, and I see her get smashed. And I'm like, what? Like, I just 
I just texted John about this, and now uh, she's gone. Lola's coming back. Obi Wan's gonna fix her. Yeah, so someone's sure. gonna fix her. For sure, he gave it a little sign, like, "Oh, she's strong. She'll come back." I'm she like, right. or maybe oh, there we go. Leia is like her brother and her father, and she's good at fixing. She's things, a tinkerer. So. Yeah. I, you she know what? Up. Let's go back to Leia. Like, I, I was a little worried that like that they would overdo Leia in her force sensitivity, and like they would show her maybe like moving something with her hand or like accidentally doing something like this, like this. I like how they double down on like the Leia that we know, in that her force powers are it's her it's her mind. Like she's strong with the force and the fact that she's so freaking smart. She she's the smartest person in the room. She she's a leader like her mother, and she uses her connection to the force unknowingly, obviously, to to get into people's heads and to into you know just be the smartest person. I thought that was awesome. I love basically everything about this performance, by the way. And one interaction in particular with Bail Organa after she tells off her cousin, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the way he kind of basically says, like, you're going to run this place. You're going to be an awesome senator because you don't want to be, right? That's a real world yeah. thing. Like, you know, you don't want to be a politician. And at the end, he's like, but, but just apologize. Like, as much as I hate that, I love it. It's so Leia. It, like, it's so Leia. And what a, what a nice thing to see more of them on screen. Because we've yeah. really not seen that. And I, I, as an aside, I'm in the middle still, because I almost never read, of reading uh, the book Leia by Claudia Gray. It's one of my favorite Star Wars authors these days. And it, it talks about Leia's time on Alderaan probably around the time she's, I would say, 14, 15 years old instead of 10 years old like we see her in Kenobi. And some of what was in that book with the banquets and how they get together and even the guy says, I'm just here to eat your food because they're rich. Like all of that is totally from the novel. And it's just one more awesome tie-in that we've seen in this Disney canon so far. What, a, what an asshole. My man literally says, I'm not here to yeah. solve slavery. I'm here to eat your food. Jesus, man. I love that she's nice to droids too. I feel like that was uh, that's a very, that was definitely a, compassion a, a clear point. Yeah, she, she mentions no life form is below us. Kind of, I think is, yep. is almost how she put it. Right. Her cousin uh, says like, "Why do you use manners on lower life forms?" Yeah. I, I absolutely. It's, it's funny. Like even our Amazon Echo, I'm like, "Thank you, Alexa." Right. But like in in that sense, I love that she's just ahead of everyone in so many ways. Whether she's how she treats people, how she's diplomatic, how she stands up for the little guy, this. This girl, I, I forget her name. Bailey, I believe, is her first name. She captures the essence of Princess Leia. What a casting. Even silly, stupid stuff. Like, from an appearance standpoint, down to the nose. Like, look at this the next time you yeah. watch this. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, it's Carrie Fisher. It's crazy. Yeah, it, it's really good. We, we've seen we've seen child actors, you know, maybe not be the, the, the best choice. And we, we've, seen, we've seen the Jake Lloyds come in and, and get their, their fair share of criticism, whether earned or not. But uh, I think this is kind of a home run about uh the place that obi-wan has to go to was that called i forget the name of the planet yeah the Dayu? Dayu, uh, yeah yeah Dayu. Dayu, really, very i cool. think it was might have been like a metropolitan like japanese era style like they, they yeah. said it inspired by like retro shanghai yep. awesome i loved it i loved that whole sequence that entire time i was like this is like this is this is what i want I would yeah. love it if there's a Star Wars game and you're in like we're, an area like that would be. We were just so talking cool. about that. What if the next Jedi game goes there and you I get could to, just like, see them like incorporating like the wall jump like up to the rooftops and you could I just <sighs> be so it good. It was like Coruscant light, so to speak, right? right? Like a lot of elements from that, but a little less busy. Yeah. Um, 
Speaking of planets and seeing stuff like that, man, seeing Alderaan, being able to see yes. like a yes, seeing Alderaan, so cool to, to get it, like so many scenes there. But what I couldn't get over was the aesthetic. Was so, it, it looks great, but it pays such an homage to the prequels. It, it, it's it's so respectful to the prequels because it's like, hey, we know that these were like very very green screen and very very clean. Like maybe not, that wouldn't have been the choice for today, but we're gonna pay respect to that. And we're gonna make that look really good, and it looks really yeah. freaking good. What about um? I'm gonna butcher the name. Kamali Ninja's character. Oh, oh, Kum- oh Kumail Na- uh, Kumail Nanjiani. Yeah, yes. Kumail, so, Kum- Kumail's awesome. Yeah, awesome. I love him uh, as a character. As an actor. I was worried so about good. what that character was gonna look like. I'm like, is this a serious character? If he's goofy, is it gonna be too goofy? But I, I thought he brought just the right amount of humor to that role, and I actually loved when. Uh, ben Kenobi came across him for the first time and got a little bit angry that he yeah. was taking advantage of people and, and, and acting he, as a Jedi to do so. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, you do right away. He wasn't actually a Jedi, like from the very first second you meet him, you're like, something's off here, but I like that in the end, he's kind of like, I need to redeem myself. And yeah. again, just the right amount of humor uh, in, to, to kind of change I would, things up. I would say it's more humor than we're used to out of like a specific character. Like he, he is a funny character. Like We don't really get that that kind of a character in Star Wars, but it fits. Kumail's a perfect, perfect casting for it. Yeah, it's... Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, he's he's a, he's he's a slummy guy scamming people out of money with magnets and, you know, show tricks, stuff like that. Like, it's, it's really yeah. cool. Great actor, great, great. And I love how he stood up to the Inquisitor at the end, and she's like, "You're no Jedi." Dude, that was like, so okay, funny. You know, that was like the that might be one of the funniest yeah. scenes in Star Wars in a while. He's like, yeah. "You found me finally." I've been waiting. Like, yeah. Oh my god! What's that about you now? <laughs> one million, it was at one million. million. He just keeps going. She's she's not buying it. He just keeps doubling down. It's so funny. It reminded yeah. me very much of his time in Eternals, and he's the best part of that movie. Yes, by the way, easily. 100%. Where he is vlogging essentially the whole thing. <laughs> Yeah, like that. That was exactly what I, I, love his, I love. His little, I love his little. Uh, his employee is like running around the camera. Entire turtles like. Yeah, I was gonna say he's not vlogging. Oh, he's got a full on yeah, camera crew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's a worthwhile addition that I I was skeptical of, but I'm I'm happy to see that it's paid off at least so far. Um, John Williams is back to to score the main theme, and it's only fitting of course that it's john williams but that he has scored everything obi-wan kenobi throughout star wars but by the way he's 90 years old which is crazy wow but he's still coming up with the classics yeah uh so i'm 31 and trying to go to bed at you know yeah right at night struggling to record (laughs) podcasts at 10 uh i thought that obi-wan's team's it's good it's not like i'm so used to these these star wars shows having like these bombastic themes like like a you know a mando or uh um boba fett so like it's 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 subtle it's subtle and it's back to kind of like what we're used to from the films you know yeah it's got that john williams flavor on it for sure yeah um it's funny. I was talking about how things I feel like tied into some of the sequels trilogy, Obi-Wan with how Lucas portrayed just a little bit from a, a depressed old man standpoint, if you will, even um, his job where he's, he was cutting the meat. And at the end it, with the gonk droid, John, you mentioned how they short him. The the one guy in front of Ben Kenobi. That's totally Ray on Jakku. You know, today it's a quarter portion. What yesterday was a half portion. You know, yep. there was a lot of that that was going on. Um, there are other moments that I'm sure will come back to me. But any anything we're missing, anything we haven't talked about with Kenobi that we want to get to here for I'm, these first two episodes. I'm I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. But like it's, 
I gotta it's watch so it good. again. That's on my list. I almost did it again. I was like, I want to talk about it, and then I want to watch it again. Yeah, for sure. But my 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 question for you guys: Is there any character you foresee us seeing from prequels, um, the original trilogy, popping up? Obviously, we got Leia, um, there, Bill Organa, a lot of that stuff. Mine would be Cal Kestis. I think we see Cal that, somewhere. That'd be, be so awesome. cool. That would be that'd so be cool. My, my um, hope. I guess more than a prediction. So yeah, that, that's that, that's a hope for me too. Um, a realistic prediction is like I don't think there's a chance that we don't see Qui Gon. I mean, it's been I mean, we, we, it's been oh yeah, it, it, it sure. was yeah. it was focused on in the flashback. It was the last thing that Yoda said to to Obi Wan. Like, even in, tried during the movie. He, he said in know, the show. Yeah, exactly, master, exactly. Yeah. There's too much. There, there's too, too much. Yeah. I mean, again, I mean, maybe it's the thing where he struggles and he can never get to it. But I just feel like that would not be wouldn't, that wouldn't be as fun. We we got to see Liam yeah. Neeson as Qui Gon here. I mean, he came back for he came back for Clone Wars. He's got to come back for the live action version, right? And, and his voice is in Rise of Skywalker as well, which you're about to find out, Tim. It's not a spoiler. It's a voice. So, Cal oh, Kestis, man, Cal's like the, so the, awesome. that's the pie in the sky. That's the dream. Like yes. th- these are the two eras. Like those are the, these are the two big properties we're dealing with right now in this era of Star Wars is Obi Wan and the the Jedi it games. I, yeah. I can't get my mind off of. Kale, because you mean Kale Kestis movie? Oof. Like, I love Cameron Monaghan. We've talked about it. I loved him in Gotham. That that was before Jedi Fallen Order, so that's how I knew him. He was also in. Oh my gosh, this this series is getting away from me. But getting him live action, even for a a flashback, would be awesome. Yes. I so Ian McDermott has talked at Star Wars Celebration. He said, "Don't get your hopes up." about seeing Palpatine in this series, but his presence is always felt. I don't know what that means. There was a, there was a lot of that kind of deception going on in the sequel trilogy. What I would like, I think JT would probably agree with this and say this if he was on the show tonight. I want a flashback. I want to see Obi-Wan. I want to see Anakin. And I want to see Ahsoka Tano in the Clone Wars, if not for 10 seconds. But if you give me a three-minute flashback with some sort of John Williams low-key strings playing, I'm going to lose it. That's what I want to see. Real pie in the sky that I don't think is probably going to happen. They've kind of mentioned her indirectly, but something Padme, even if that is, again, just a quick flashback. Natalie Portman, she's... She's working with Disney again. She's right? too ripped. She's she can't. She Thor. can't pull it off. She's yeah, too ripped. No way she fits into her normal. They're, clothes. they're gonna have to Captain America one like CGI she's, her. <laughs> she's ripped now. So I don't know. That might be like my crazy off the wall. I don't think it's even gonna happen. But I'd love to see it. Tim, I love the idea of Cal Kestis. Before the series premiered, I always wanted Palpatine to be there, even just for a little bit to be yeah. like Vader. Let's yeah. talk about Kenobi and let's sort through these feelings, right? Because Vader had these issues with his feelings towards Luke. So what does that look like for Kenobi? I think we can surmise, but I'd love to hear Anakin talk about it. But maybe, hey, that's what we're missing. Anakin in the back to tank at the end. Yeah, like, that, that's a big one. That's true. We get it. We get it. We finally get him. That 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 was going to be another one that I threw out there is like something that I want. That's it, it's It's an easy one, I think. But like what I would say is I want more Vader than I expect to get. Because I don't expect to really get that much, and I don't know, like oh. I don't, I don't expect to get that much, but I hope I'm wrong. I really do hope I'm wrong. And I've been watching a lot of, the, I've been watching every single press junket that uh, that um, Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor have done, and like they've talked about the fact that they faced off, and like Ewan has said, it's pretty menacing seeing you in that costume, seven foot tall, in front of me. Like 
they, they they square off for sure they have to right like i just i just hope we get more vader than i than i expect to so so hear me out what if this happens what if it goes from being obi-wan's perspective to flashing to anakin's perspective Dude. for an episode and being all about anakin for an episode oh okay let me raise God. you one there so we That'd get anakin for crazy we get anakin for an episode but it's anakin on mustafar as all that's happening it's anakin in the suit as all of that torture is happening oh, because this suit by the way is not just sustaining his life it's it's also hurting him quite a bit yeah. him existing is supposed to be painful so like holy shit Tim, I, that that would be amazing that'd be awesome there's a that'd lot you can do with anakin because I feel like he has to be in the slot. Like, why else would you cast him if he's not going to be another main focal point? Another another Anakin-related hope in that ties back into, even if it's not Clone Wars stuff, just just give me more Hayden Christensen, even if that's just other yeah. flashbacks too. Maybe it's another Order 66 oh. flashback where you know, show, show him kill those younglings. Did I think that was going to happen for a second, though? Oh, Dude. Yes. Yo, the second they had they showed those younglings with the helmets, I'm like my 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 reaction was I came off the high of that montage. I'm like, oh, that was awesome. I see younglings. I'm like, oh, we see Jedi. I'm like, oh, we see younglings. Oh no, they're gonna die. I immediately John, thought, this is what I thought. I think you're on the same path as me. We got that group of younglings, and one of them says, "What are we gonna do now?" And they say, "Run." I think. Yes. I thought they were gonna say, um. <laughs> Go, go find Master Skywalker. Right, exactly. Master like, Skywalker. Oh, oh, please don't do that. Uh, guys, uh, Marissa in, in text message says, yes, bring back Padme. Oh, that'd so be I awesome. Like, we get a little Padme love there. Jay, Padme uh, or Padme? I don't think there's, uh, you can bring back Padme. It's now Chadme. Chadme, yeah. She, she's too right hip. Up. She can't do it. But J, JT in no chat, something tells me that uh, Anakin let a, a lot of younglings survive, hence the Inquisitors. I don't know, man. I think Anakin was like full on. Just, just go rewatch the rewatch uh, um, Revenge of the Sith and see how gone he was, and see how he was ready to to start an empire, right? Like he's like, well, you and I can we can overthrow the 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 Chancellor, I can, whatever. Like, I don't think there was any light left in Anakin at that moment. I don't know if he's letting any any younglings go. My, my bet my, is go ahead. my dad texted me and says, I want to see this on the big screen. Tim, go rent that theater. Yes, I'll go try. Let's do it. Yeah. I actually, I didn't tell John this. I was telling um, Joe that I looked into renting a theater for, to see if you could still do it. You can't do it right now. Anymore, I'm sure so. some, I'm, I'm sure some theaters are allowed. Somewhere, like, somewhere. Like whether it maybe like the dip center, like the one at the Eastern Hills or something like that. Oh, the one in the one in East Aurora. I know you can rent that old theater that you can definitely rent that we one. Do it. We should do it. Dude, we, we should wait till the series is over and just like binge yes. the whole thing. Binge it six hours worth. Yeah. So yeah, dude, it's crazy. So, but yeah, my prediction for the next episode, it'd be awesome. My prediction more would be awesome. It'd be oh. awesome if it goes, it flips to Darth Vader and Reva coming to Darth Vader and saying like, hey, I found Obi-Wan. This is how I got him. Like, this is what's going on. And him like, it's showing like his perspective of like going to find him. That would be incredible. I don't think they do I it. Would, I don't think I they do it. Imagine if they did, I'd be like, dude, hundred percent. I think I think that this is all the you you give this show completely to to Ewan McGregor, right? Like this is not, but it would be awesome. Hundred percent. I'm with you, dude. Later, I would like, freaking love it. Show after, oh, I would I would so love what, it. What about uh? This just came to mind. We got Tamara Morrison as a Clone Wars. Oh member. yeah, we forgot to see. Yes. Yeah, I forgot to talk yeah. about that. That was so cool. I love that. Looks looks good, right? You know, beard growing out, all that stuff, scraggly. But uh, what a cool theory! Like, like you never think of that. Upon, 
I in towards the end of Clone Wars or maybe even Rebels, they they talked about it like in a throwaway that there were veterans. You don't think about that. This is Star Wars. It's 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 not real, right? But no, there's real life consequences within that universe, right? Yeah, in, in, in the Vader comics, there you get you get some dialogue between clone troopers that are like, hey, we're like, you know, we're on the way out. They've got these stormtroopers, and you know, Vader doesn't want us around in X, Y, and Z. So like, yeah, there's something's got to happen to these these clone troopers, and they, they age quickly. So we see that. Plus, they probably signed Tamora Morrison for like 20 episodes worth of Boba Fett. And then they're like, you know, There's we're going to get half of the season of Mando. <laughs> so right. oh we my need God. to use you somehow and get That's our money. That's so worth. funny. That's so funny. <laughs> um, man, any, I, I love this line of thinking. Like, who do, who do we want to see pop up? Because I'll tell you this right now. I didn't even think we'd get more than uh, what we've already gotten of Luke. But if you told me that we were going to get more of Leia plus really the mission for what obi-wan why he's back in the game as i've been saying yeah i would have said you're crazy i would have said ne- you're crazy would have never expected to see leia in the series i would have never thought yeah. yeah i had no idea i i can't believe they get they kept that under wraps there wasn't yeah, spoiled the somewhere. fact that it didn't leak and spoil like yeah that, that's pretty incredible and again not even just leia like bail organa having him come back and be in yeah. the show i feel like would have been a big big dead giveaway and right. no one even you know what even that i wouldn't have thought i wouldn't have expected leia like i i could have seen bail organa yeah. being like you know just like you know, obi-wan has a conversation via you know 4k force or whatever like it would it, right yeah 4k, 4K facetime hello <laughs> force time that's what we call it force time force time <laughs> um the series as a whole, we've only seen two episodes, but this absolutely feels like the anthology movie it was supposed to be spliced up. Yeah. Where we it was going to be one of the follow-ups. We had Rogue One, we had Solo, we were going to be getting Boba Fett story, which Obi-Wan. ended up being a series that you could take or leave, but you were going to be getting an Obi-Wan movie. And this totally feels like an extended movie that has been Sliced up so far right and it's different it's different from mando and boba fett for a number of reasons those were very very episodic small self-contained stories this, this feels so cinematic this. It, yeah. it feels cinematic it looks that way it sounds that way it feels like the narrative's going that way but they've even promoted it as a limited series a kind of a six-part movie almost right without saying movie so i i'm like what what else you got because this is what I want more of. I would be curious to see the yeah. budget on these episodes compared to a, a book of Boba Fett because it's it's got to be tenfold. Like they they are going all in with this, and I love it. I can't wait. We have four more episodes. I hope all of the runtimes are like forty minutes plus. I hope we have like hours left of this, which I imagine we will. I don't I don't think they pull a Mando and give us like a twenty three minute episode. Like they have a story to tell. <laughs> so I I jumped or, or when my alarm went off this morning, I set it for five, and the first thing I did was check the Disney. Uh, plus app, app to see too. how long the episodes were because i was like could i get a little more sleep here uh so uh i went to disney plus and i was like oh yeah i can set my alarm for 5 30 because i've been beat this week as i've been saying and something to do with a triple overtime hockey game <laughs> and Dude. i could not get back to sleep yeah i laid there until probably 5 20 and then i said screw it over. Let's freaking do this. We I, got there and watched it, and it was awesome. I like that there's no titles for the episodes, at least now. Sometimes they go back and change that, but I like how it's just part one and part two so far. I think yes. with Mando, they did that. Like it was part one, and then they gave an episode title a few days later, or something like that. But I, I, for something tells me with Obi Wan, it's yes. just gonna be, it's just gonna be part one through six. 
because of the child, right? They were oh, they were that okay was the reason. Spoil it on Twitter, yeah. but not on Disney Plus. Sons of uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ryan in the chat, he said, "Anyone think Qui Gon was going to answer Kenobi when he reached out?" Hundred percent. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, yes. I thought. I and then when when uh, when Bail Organa showed up, I thought that was Qui Gon for a second. I'm like, oh, it's a hooded figure. Is that Qui Gon? I didn't like. I wasn't yeah. looking close enough. But yeah, yeah, I thought so too. Thought it was a very good chance. So, tell me, boys, are we seeing Qui Gon or are we just hearing him? We're seeing him. We're seeing. It, we're seeing a Force Ghost for sure. He's going to be standing in Obi Wan's cave. He's going to be there. We're going to see a, a a full live action Qui Gon. At the Liam, end, Liam Neeson. Oh, I think before that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're going to save that for like a final pop. I think that's going to happen. I think that's going to be. I think Qui Gon gives him the advice going into whatever the Vader confrontation looks like. Yeah, right? I can see that. That's Qui Gon's thing. It's going to be him fully one. regaining his his connection with the Force, and I don't think they save that for like the final scene. Right, like he needs to yeah, get true. to that point where he's like he's so far gone from the Force, like he needs to get back in touch with the Force, and I think that him reaching out to Qui Gon and getting a response will be like the the pin ultimate, you know. But on the flip side, John, is it maybe that he doesn't get all the way back and that helps them bridge the gap between the crazy fight we saw in episode three and the, the old man fight we saw in episode four? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. I will tell. Time will Time. tell. Or maybe I won't. Maybe I won't tell at all. Or we have a badass fight like episode three. I they, would be all They're going to fight again. Whether, you know, whatever it is, there's going to be a confrontation. We didn't I get... I would like to see... Crazy Vader, like all in. We didn't get a blue lightsaber ignition. I was totally expecting the lightsaber to be ignited at least once. This, in yeah. these first two at the episodes. end, I was like, "It's happening! It's going to be! This uh, going to happen!" It's I, yeah, happen. I, I like, expected a battle. Yeah, I expected a, a face-off between Obi Wan and, and Rava. I thought it was happening. I, I did not what think a, that. I thought he was going to kill the the. I thought maybe there'd be like something where he hurts the Grand Inquisitor or something like that, where he would fight. But I didn't right. expect no fight. Yeah, same. You want to know something funny? One thing I forgot, so Obi-Wan gets to the, to the desert and somehow finds those lightsabers really quickly, nice. by the way. Uh, Jedi. When he digs that out, I'm like, oh, his lightsaber. But I totally forgot. Not Anakin's. The Skywalker lightsaber. And there's such poetic justice that those two lightsabers were buried together. Because I saw something online recently. It's kind of a, uh, a theory. We, we always talk about how Anakin Skywalker died when he became Darth Vader. But we don't talk about how Obi Wan Kenobi died and became Ben Kenobi, right? Like his because yeah. his essence, his light went out. Everything he cared about was gone. It was Padme, all the Jedi, his best friend and Anakin. He didn't have a lot to live for at that point. He's only here to make sure Luke is okay. And to me, I thought that was so beautiful because those lightsabers buried in the desert together kind of encapsulated that. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a very that's excellent. It's just man. It's so next level, all of it. I can't wait. We don't have to wait that long, guys. This yeah. the next one is on Wednesday, not I did, Friday. I did not know that waking up today. I thought yeah. I was waiting a whole week after I didn't realize they're going back to Wednesday. So heck yeah, dude. This is crazy because with Mando, I was like, hey, this is cool. This is fun. I can't wait for the next week. Boba Fett, I was kind of like, how many episodes am I behind? Yeah. With Kenobi, I'm like, let's freaking go. Let's get this done. Right. But uh man, just one thing with the Skywalker saber before I forget, Maz Kanata always says in, in Force Awakens, that's a story for another time. I Maybe want that addressed time. at some point. It will be. I, want, I gotta figure that out, but anything else we're missing on, on the first two episodes of Kenobi? I'm sure. There was a lot. Yeah, but we'll think of something. Yeah, it, it, it was so much fun, man. I'm so glad to, to be back in this world with these characters. Me too. Man, this... Uh, <laughs> I know we're off the hype and we're off the excitement and I, I don't want to say there's 
kind of this bias, but this is about as excited as I've been for Star Wars, maybe since not more, but since Force Awakens. Easily. Easily. Yeah. And loved Rogue One. Unapologetically loved Last Jedi on my second viewing. Uh enjoyed Solo. Rise of Skywalker, we'll talk about Tim. But this Mando was a nice return. This is something special. This is like We're this home. has elements of the Force Awakens to me, where it's this this was my generation of Star Wars. This is my Obi-Wan Kenobi, my Ewan McGregor. Soon my my Hayden Christensen, right with, <sighs> with Darth Vader. Just I can't wait to see where this goes. Hope everyone in twitch.tv slash the Geekiverse joins us for we're gonna make this a weekly chat. By the way, we're calling the show hello there. We've got the logo up. I didn't say it at the beginning because I was so excited to see what John was gonna <laughs> look like as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Damn it, it was beautiful. But uh yeah, hope you'll join us for the ride there. Watch the, the episodes back at youtube.com slash the geekiverse. Listen on podcast services around the globe, whether you're on your lunch break at work or on your way to work. I think it's always a, a good listen. John, we talked a little bit about another Star Wars property tonight. If you want to give that a tease, as well as our video game talk show. Oh yeah, uh, so we are we are just about to wrap up Star Wars review. We've done them all. We've done we've done the original trilogy, the prequel trilogy. We've done uh, Rogue One. We've done Solo. We are about to wrap up that sequel trilogy. We've got uh, Rise of Skywalker coming up next. Hopefully next week. Tim has not seen the movie yet. Tim has seen everything Star Wars, with you know maybe not Rebels and stuff like that, but whatever. All of the mainline Star I'm Wars, working on it. he's working on it. Tim has seen everything Star Wars besides the way the Skywalker saga ends. So that's going to be so much fun to sit down with him and, and see his thoughts on that. So that's that's coming soon. Uh, Joe mentioned, hey, if you like video games, great time to be a Star Wars fan and a video game fan. We just got the uh, the announcement of uh, uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, the next uh, respawn. Uh, Star Wars game so we'll be chatting about that we've got our video game podcast called Busy Sticks we do that usually weekly if there's something to talk about but I'm sure there'll be plenty to talk about with uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor coming up soon John first of all great job saying Jedi Survivor I would have struggled trying so hard dude it's trying so hard amazing job Uh, second of all with Busy Sticks and video games we've got quite the schedule coming out next week we've got a a um, uh, state of play for PlayStation. We're, we're going to hear about PSVR 2 and some of the, the other games coming out this year. And then the week after, we've got Xbox. We oh, got yeah. The showcase. Wow. So we got some big times coming up here. We've got to get back on the train there. Joe, cannot wait you might, about all of it. You might say that podcasts are our speciality. <laughs> oh, I love it. Like I said, Ooh. ladies and gentlemen, this is where uh. the fun begins. Tim, if you enjoy social media, Geekiverse is on, well, a different format these days. Where where can you find the Geekiverse? Yeah. You want to hear some Star Wars chatter. I know uh, you guys have a a good thing going on TikTok. And I know you don't know about this, but John and I had some ideas that we'll kind of get into at some point. And, um, you know, won't spoil anything there. But yeah, also Facebook, pretty active, Twitch, and then also on Twitter. We're pretty, Twitter's my main main platform at Tim Tales. Catch me in there and uh, usually tweeting about gaming related stuff or now Star Wars. So catch me in that. So uncivilized. All right, mm-hmm. guys, we're missing one big thing. June 5th, we've got something coming up here. We're going to be doing a mega live stream. Oh, we're yeah, I forgot be... about that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. It keeps escaping because I can't get Obi-Wan off the brain. So June 5th, that's a Sunday, not a Saturday like we normally do. 
Sunday, June 5th, we're going to be streaming uh, for a good chunk of the day. We're going to be doing what we do here. We're going to be playing video games, NHL, some overcooked, some... I, I can't even tell you. I think we're going to... I told, actually, Tim this. I didn't tell John this. We should do some head-to-head guess the Star Wars character live on oh, the stream. Dude, we're told, we'll do that for an hour. Asking you so much fun. An hour, everybody! All right. And, it's uh, going to be awesome. Also to be determined that may we may or may not, depending on how easily it happens, be getting some Vader Immortal VR during oh, the stream. Oh, yeah, that will be sweet. We talked about that. We've got the founders, by the way. John, another thing I haven't told you, because it's just been a crazy week. The founders of the 11-day power play. So in Western New York, we're, this is where we, we are positioned. There's an annual event called the 11 day power play. This is why we're streaming on Sunday. We're going to raise money for this event. Uh, proceeds for the 11 day go to uh, Roswell Park, Oshai Children's Hospital, as well as a few other local charities geared towards ending cancer or putting cancer on ice, if you will. Uh, it's, it's an 11 day hockey game where players and teams take four hour shifts. I'm taking part in two of those shifts. Tim's taking part of one of those. Derek Kramer, our buddy, he's going to be in a few of those as well. We're co-captaining a few of those squads. All your money raised goes towards that event. We're trying to raise money for it. Mike and Amy Lezikowski, the founders of the event, are going to do a, a little bit of a stream with us and talk about the event, hockey, the world of the NHL playoffs that's going on, all of it. Really Amazing. excited. Derek arranged that for us. Yeah. So Super cool. Good. Yes, good stuff going on there. Can't wait to uh, to have that happen. But that'll be streaming live on, again, Sunday, June 5th. So we're just over a week away from that. I'm Josiah Leroy. I want to also give one last shout out to 26 Shirts. Go to 26shirts.com. You can get the shirt that I'm wearing here. We've got the Buffalo Captain America shirt. Tim, you've got a beautiful hoodie on. The classic goat head Buffalo Sabres shirt. You can find that in all different forms. If there's any left, by the way. Anyway, what 26 Shirts does, they sell these shirts and proceeds go to families in need, individuals in need, or charities in need, much like the 11-day power play does. To date, they've raised over $1.4 million that have gone to those individuals. They just had a celebration event for that $1.4 million marker. We're happy to be just a small, small piece of that pie. Again, that's 26shirts.com. Go check out them and our friend, Del Reed. JT, we miss you, buddy. Love you. Can't wait to get you on an episode of Busy Sticks, maybe of Star Wars Reviewed coming soon. But for John and Tim, I'm Josiah. We'll catch you all soon. Have a wonderful weekend. Happy Memorial Day. Memorial Day. Memorial Day. Memorial Day. Memorial Day. Memorial Day. Memorial Day.